up, cool babe chicks? You're turned. Ooh, you're tuned in. Tuned. With your girl Day. This is Denise. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And this is Saved Girl Secrets. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? I think I'm doing good. Alright. I'm good. I'm good. All right, ladies. So you know, we typically started off with like a story. Let's let's or story secret, girl, right? Mm-hmm. We kind of right, like right, right. dibble and dabble in the both. But today, mm-hmm. I got like a store secret. I got like a merge of the two, like a, like a, like a, <laughs> a secret story, story. Like a secret story, a, a secret, secret story. story. Yeah. All right, let's hit it. Yeah, let's hit it. Secret story. So, um, I've always been, you know, pretty driven person. Whatever I'm gonna do, I set out to do it. I accomplish it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Been probably the one that looks like they have it all together. Mm-hmm. But there was a time in my life, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't even think my daddy know about this. Some people don't even know about this. That's, I was so ashamed. Don't be ashamed. I, I'm not ashamed anymore. But there was a point in my life where kind of it was it was interesting. I felt mm-hmm. like I was hearing from God like I had never heard from him before. Mm-hmm. Very strategic, very specific in my instructions and what I was supposed to do. Right? Mm-hmm. I had, that had been, never really happened to me as an adult. And at the same time, my mother had gotten sick. We lived together. And so we went from like a two-income, I thought, two-income house to one. So I was holding down all the bills, maxed out all my credit cards, mm. and had a repossession. Jesus. A whole 120 pound hit to my credit. What? Jesus. I didn't know repossession hit like that. Well, for me, I... I didn't the only credit that I had was uh, two credit cards mm-hmm. and my car. Period. All my student loans paid off, no debt really. So everything that I had on my trade line started at the same time. Mm-hmm. So when everything hit at the same time, it literally went from having a one to like horrible because it wasn't like I had trade lines that started at eighteen twenty. Like they all started at the same time. So when they got messed up at the same time, it really hit like really hard. So what was like getting your car repossessed like? Okay, so interesting story. Ayana, you know part of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Right, so I'm going to share. <laughs> but for me, uh, I felt like God had been, you know, I had entrepreneurship is something I'm very passionate about. I've always wanted my own business since I was like five, six. Majority of my family are entrepreneurs, and I've only seen that growing up. So, you know, having to work for somebody else, I never thought it was beneath me. It just wasn't a goal or something that I saw myself doing. Because I saw so many other people doing it and being successful, I figured, of course, I'm going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it came a point where I was like, okay, you know, what's my purpose? Oh, my God. I feel like I'm not doing anything. What's my purpose? What's going on? And God literally was like, um, at the time, there in Atlanta, there was a, a social scene of all these women thinking the same, being the same, doing the same thing, holier than thou, waiting for people to wake up and find them type of thing, which annoyed me on their spiritual journey. And I was having a conversation with him, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, what is going on? This is not how you are. Like, that's not even the relationship that we have with God, you know? Mm-hmm. And they boxed it in. And he was like, okay, well, we'll feed her then. And I was like, okay, feed mm-hmm. her. I got it. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got you. You know, say no more. Mm-hmm. And I actually started a blog, and I called it The Spirit Feeder. And lo and behold, it shortly lived. And he was like, that's not what I told you to do. I told you to feed her. You know, and I didn't see myself as being a preacher or a teacher of the word. So I ran from it for so long. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, help people understand the word. I was like, well, how do I do that? And he was like, how do you understand? I was like, I break the scripture down because I'm fortunate to go to a church that teaches me how to break the scripture down. Mm -hmm. He said, everybody don't go to your church. Everybody not even going to come to your church and you know that. So you need to make a resource for them to be able to still get what you get, even though they don't come to your church. Mm -hmm. So he gave me instructions for a journal. 
researched it, super expensive, manufactures, everything super expensive. And I'm like, how are you going to tell me to do something and then I not have the money to do it? Mm-hmm. And then when you're literally telling me specifically every single day, perfect instructions for it to work out perfectly, I'm over here swimming in debt. Mm-hmm. My mom is sick. Every area of my faith, work was pissing me off. I was over it. Every area of my faith was tested. And now you want to come to me with instructions on what I need to be doing. Like, is this crazy? Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. So he said, lay your bills off. I was like, okay, cool. You about to tell me to talk to this person and this person, and they're going to give me some money, and we're going to be good. Laid out them bills. He was like, okay, so what makes sense? This is literally how he's talking to me. He's like, what makes sense? I was like, well, it makes sense that I do this, 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 and this. It doesn't make sense for this, 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 and this. And it, it, my car was the main thing that was up there. It was like $800. I had a brand new car. Wait a minute. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm going to break it down for you. Wait, so, you mean like 800 a month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was spending just for my car. So my car note, I had a brand new car, but my car note was like 450 I had tickets and stuff, so my insurance was ridiculous. It was like mm. almost $280. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have $280 for my tickets and gas. And I didn't do anything but go to church at home. Literally in work. That's all I did. Mm. I was like, so you telling me not to go to church? You want me to take my car back so I don't go to church? And he was like, no, no, no. That's not what I'm telling you. He was like, if you literally, this worked out perfectly. He was like, when you give your car back, in 10 months, all of my debt was paid off. Mm -hmm. 10 months with me giving my car back. Wow. Right? Because I think my debt was, it was less than 10K, but it was almost, you know, it was right about that. He was like, you'll have no debt. You won't own anyone. I'm like, but my credit, like, I, I, that's my name. Like, I can't get anything. And he was like, you don't know who you belong to. Exactly. Wow. We had mm. a whole intimate conversation mm. of mm. my identity, my worth being tied into having A1 perfect credit. You can tell me that I have no student loans. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't have a child or a man. I'm not responsible for anything. I'm so good. So it was almost at the perfect time when he was, per- like, literally told me my purpose and what I needed to do. The one area that I had faith in more than him, which was my finances, was completely just destroyed. Mm. Wow. Yeah, completely destroyed. But uh, long story short, after I paid off all my debt, I waited probably like a year a year before I got another car. I was able to get a brand new car, no co-signer, with the repeal still on my credit. Wow. That's all God. And um, in addition to that, I was able to, like, he literally sat me down. I think I had stepped, like, I had stepped away from ministry. I didn't communicate that with them because I just shut down and not, you know, I didn't attend things. I wasn't, you know, there. But in that and time. And I got her for that. You did, you mm-hmm. did. But in that time, I found every manufacturer that I needed. I paid for all my samples. I paid for the copyright. I paid for the trademark. It was like such an intricate, you know, part of my life where I felt so alone. I felt ashamed. I felt like, you know, like, oh, my God, like, how can I be going through this on top of my rock? The one person, no matter what, that got my back is my mom, period. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even in a position to have my back because she was mm-hmm. sick. Wow. Wasn't even in a position. So my whole world overnight seemed like it just got turned upside down. Mm-hmm. And God is so good. I had didn't even know the whole time she was still getting paid. Mm-hmm. I had access yeah, to her bank account. I forgot about that. I had access her job. She she has a great job, you know. So she was straight the whole time. She was still getting paid. So. God had already taken care of us already. Wow. But he needed to get to me. He Mm. needed me to set my pride aside. He needed to humble me and have him be the resource. He needed to get to me. Like, he loved me that much. It sounds crazy that my world would be ripped apart. I was, we were taking care of, even dealing with all of that. Even with her being sick, never missed a paycheck. Got right. I'm like, oh my God, all this is is here and I'm sitting here stressed out. I'm sitting here. And we're good. 
I never told you to ask one single person to pay for anything. Wow. One single person to pay for anything. So I guess uh, my question is for you guys, or if you've ever been in a similar situation, why do we tie um, shame or why do we tie, um, you know, going through that process of being broke, broke? (laughs) Okay. Why do we tie that to... Um, being unsuccessful because I consider that one of the times I was extremely successful because I was able to hear from him like never before. Mm-hmm. That is when my mindset changed on what success was for me. So why do we do that? I think it's society, honestly, because everything is tied into success. Um, you know, financially, what you look like, what you drive, what you wear, how much money you got in your account. So I really think it's it's just society driven on your success, like. For, okay, so I recently launched a product. Right. Um, hair oil. Yes, the hair razor hair oil plug. And um, with me launching this product and then um, for whatever reason, Instagram, you know, they with their algorithms and stuff, I keep getting like coaching ads mm-hmm. on Instagram and everything like the way the coaches, they I guess advertise everything is like how much you can make. how much you can make within this 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 and this and I was like girl if you don't get out of here <laughs> like it's just it annoys me because it's like everything is based off of I made six figures in 60 days right and it's like but that's not what it's all about mm-hmm. and then you got people one a lot of them be lying because <laughs> yeah. they hustling man a lot of them be lying and then you sit there and you say all this and then you have people who are stressing out trying to match that right so i think it's society it's really society and then they they kind of base i guess entrepreneurship they don't show the struggle at all they don't show the struggle struggle. they don't show like with me launching my product i remember i said I was going to do my pre-order starting July 5th and I put it up and all of that and people were excited, blah, blah, blah. And I felt like after July 5th, all hell broke Broke loose. loose. Come on now. Literally all hell, like the month of July was interesting. Like all hell literally broke loose, but people don't share that. Right. People don't share the different things that might go on when you decide to step out. That's when the enemy is like, oh, Oh, so you going to do this for mm-hmm. real? All right. Bet. Like, so I think it's it's just, we got to tell the truth, honestly. We got to yeah. tell the truth. And that's why I'm happy with us doing this podcast, this particular topic. I think to that point of telling the truth, I'll tell my broke, broke story. Yeah, we all got one. We all got one. Come on now. So I moved to Atlanta in 2014. Um, when I moved here, I didn't move here with like a stash of cash or anything like that, but I had a job, so I was doing pretty good. I had some um, contracting that came, so I was doing pretty good. Um, and it wasn't until, what is this, 2019? It was 2017. And at the end of 2017, um, I actually, or mid-2017, I ended up getting laid off. And it was the first time I had ever been laid off in my life. What was that like for you? It was, I felt ashamed. I felt rejection. I felt like I wasn't good enough. And the interesting thing about me being laid off is me being laid off in that particular point in my life was based on the fact that I had worked myself out of a job. 
that mm-hmm. I had completed what I was assigned to do so well that wow. it literally was like your workload does not wow. it doesn't make sense for us to continue to keep going on like this because technically everything that you were supposed to do is now done. It was more like a contract and you completed it and it's in right. the mm-hmm. assignment is done. Gotcha. Um, and it was a time when the company was doing layoffs. So it was like, it wasn't a slight to me. It wasn't a personal attack at all in any measure, but it was the first time I had ever been laid off. And so it, it hurt me to my core, but I didn't deal with it. Mm. Didn't deal with it. Um, I actually started working on this podcast with a whole nother group of people or whatever. And I was like, well, I'm gonna show them and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. And I'm gonna start something Mm -hmm. to make some money or whatever. And so I started doing that. And then my car got stolen. Mm. Wow. And I had just bought a brand new car. It was a Volkswagen Jetta. I remember that car. It was a sport. It was cute. I think I had it for like two months. It got stolen while I was in the process of moving. Because I also didn't have anywhere to live. Lord have mercy. Because I didn't have pay stubs. And so I couldn't go about getting my own place like I had done in the past because I'd been out of work for months. Right. Mm. And so I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. Before I moved, I was staying with a friend of mine um, Mm -hmm. who lived down the street from me. And she had like a three bedroom. And so it only made sense for me to initially move in with her after I had just lost my job mm-hmm. and um, stayed with her for a little while. And then her lease was up and I had to find somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. And I ended up um, renting a room at another really, really good friend's house. Somebody who's like an aunt to me who literally like to this day was intricate in putting me back together because that was wow. like it, like when you when you talk about it, it's like a rough rough time. Absolutely. So lost my job, rented a room, car got stolen. So now you talking jobless, carless. I got a place, but it's not my place. Right. Mm-hmm. And I felt so small. Mm. I think that's that's the the only word that I can use to describe it. From moving from somewhere where I had a good job, lived by myself, was making X amount of dollars. You know, always in a certain space where I could move however I wanted to move to trying to make sure somebody was going to come pick me up for work. Right. Mm-hmm. Or catching a ride. Right. You know what I mean? And so it was really hard for me. And and that was 2017 going into 2018. Um, in terms of like relational type of things, like all of that, it was just like disarray. And I disappeared. Yeah, you did. Cause I was like, "Where is Sade?" <laughs> That's crazy. Cause I did the same thing. You know, you kind of like dip I was off. Asking Sharice, like, like, "Where is Sade?" I when I say I disappeared, I disappeared. Um, I wasn't talking to people back home because I had a type of parents where if they find out something going on, they're gonna be like, "Let us come get you." Right. You need to move back home. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So I couldn't really talk to them. So in their minds, like, "Oh, you're good. You're staying with somebody who's like family. You're mm-hmm. fine." Um. So didn't talk to them. The people who I knew here, I felt embarrassed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it was like I can't, I can't tell somebody that I'm not in a good space. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I was afraid in in that kind of instance, and so I ended up um, being underground for like most of that year, and I ended up um, being rehired by the same company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, And then I ended up actually getting another job back in the media industry. I ended up buying a car cash 
Oh, come on now. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Yes, ended up buying a car cash, ended up moving into my own spot, which it's kind of dope. I like it. (laughs) Ain't nothing like your own. Exactly. And so I literally started out 2018 trying to figure out, God, why am I here? Right. Mm -hmm. Why, why, why is my life like this? What, what did I do to deserve? Like I gave Mm. up everything for you to come here. Why is it? That I am struggling in a way that I have never, mm-hmm. ever struggled. Yep. And I went into it like that. And it was similar to what you said, Denise, where God was like, I want to get you to the point where you don't attach your identity to anything else outside of me and what I've called you to. Mm-hmm. And if <sighs> if you are going to keep riding this wave of, oh, Charday is this and Charday is that and Charday is this and Charday is that. And it doesn't speak to who you are that I'm saying you are. Come on now. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so I started 2018 literally like no job, no car, nowhere to live. And I ended 2018 with a debt free car. Come on now. Mm-hmm. An apartment that was in my name by myself, no roommate. Um, and. What was the other thing? Oh, and, and with a job and a contract on the side. Come mm-hmm. on now. Um, Multiple streams. Multiple streams. Of income. Of income. And so um, definitely was broken down but built back up in such a way that God was like, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you won't reach out to anybody else when it comes to mm, mm, mm. having faith and trying to pull you out of where you are. And I feel like sometimes being in an embarrassed space, I don't want to say it's good because that that just doesn't sound right, right, but it puts you in a scenario where the only person that you feel comfortable talking to is God. Yeah, And it's like, I can't talk to my friends about what's happening with me because... I don't want them to look down on me. And if, there were some people who looked up to me in a space and I was like, I don't want to disappoint them. Mm. And so it was like, the only person I could talk to was God. Mm. Was God. And like you said, he gave me strategy on, this is what you're going to do with your money. This is how you're going to get a car with with no debt. This is how you know, you're going to do this. Let's maneuver. Let's move this here. Let's move that there. And you know, now I'm in a space financially where it makes sense. I tithed more in 2018 than I had ever tithed before in my life. Come on now. Mm. And I had I was making less money than I have ever made in my life. I I graduated college making more than I was making when I first been, went back to work in 2018. Wow. Mm. And when I saw my tithes at the end of that year, right. it was the first time that my ties, like the 10%, it superseded anything that I actually made that year. Wow. And I was like, God, like you are so faithful. But right. I got into a space where it was like, I, I don't I don't care what's going on because at this point, I, I am going to sow seed into ground that I know is good mm-hmm. and where I trust that God is going to reward me for diligently seeking him. Mm-hmm. So I got a story. Come on now. I ain't the only one that's been broke broke up here. Okay. Everybody been broke broke. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I I got one too, but I'm like, we might have to do a part two on this. (laughs) Listen. I think with uh, both of you all stories, they are very grown women's stories. And I know that uh, our viewers are, they range. Right. So we we have the ladies who are very grown and then we have people who are in college and then we have people fresh out of college and we have probably have some people that's probably headed to college. This is true. Um, and so my story is, uh, it's about my experience once I graduated from college, um, undergrad. So for me, um, 
I graduated in two, undergrad in 2015. And um, of course, you know, once you graduate with my friends, everyone was applying for masters. Everyone was, you know, applying to the Ivy Leagues. Um, and I knew I had a good standing grades as well. I graduated cum laude, so I was like, not thank you, laude. Cum laude. Cum laude. So I knew, I knew I had the grades to apply to these institutions, but I just didn't have peace. And so um, it's funny thing was I used to tell people all the time, I was like, look, I ain't wasting no time. Once I graduate from undergrad, I am going straight to my master's. And then I'll never forget, it was probably like three months. Well, no, it had to be before three months because you have to put in your college applications. So let's say it was a few months before I graduated. The Lord told me, he was like, no, you need to take a year off. Mm. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, my grades don't say I need to take a year off. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would I need to take a year off? Um, but I ended up taking a year off once I graduated from undergrad. And during that year, of course, I was looking for employment. Um, and ended up finding a job. Issue with the job was my pay. <laughs> I was getting paid, <laughs> Lord Jesus, I was getting paid every two weeks, 800 bucks. Wow, which is nothing. Where you living? <laughs> where you? Li- where were you living? I, thank God, my parents. Took okay, me in. Yeah, okay. Because I mean, took I don't. In. So you were still in Florida. Yeah, I was time. still in Florida. Okay. I was still in Florida, but thank God it's still for a different. Parents. Thank Listen. God for parents. Yeah, of course it was gonna take me. It ain't had no option. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. but um, I was making eight hundred dollars every two weeks, and it hurt me to my soul because I was like, here it is. I got this great degree from this great institution graduated at the top of my class my portfolio reflects great work right and god the job you give me is only paying me eight hundred dollars every two weeks right and so my pastor you know he passed but um (laughs) he used to say he used to say um so where you want to go so i was just like huh he used to say that all the time he used to say so where you want to go so what i used to do and it's funny that you mentioned tithe my tithe used to be what I wanted my paycheck to reflect. Yes, Jesus. Well, come on. So now. I was I was dropping barely having money for myself, but yep. dropping major cash in tithe. Yeah, man. And because, I I'm sorry. No, I, I want to jump in real ahead, quick before ahead. I forget. And during that time when I would tithe on the back of my envelope, I would write exactly yep. what I was believing God yep. for. And so yep. there was a period in time when on the back of my tithe and envelope, it said, I'm believing God for a debt-free car. And I will put that joint in that bucket every Sunday until July of 2018. Come on, now. I went to a lot and I paid cash, cash. Who say that? Who's the, somebody got a song like that. Walked on the lot, got it cash, cash. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is from the book of... Um, Songs of Psalms. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Um, and, and and I wrote it until that happened. And then after that, I started writing on the back of it. I have my own place and it's renovated and it has stainless steel appliances. And I was writing all of that on the back of the tiling envelope. In October of 2018, I moved into my own place Come on, and it had stainless steel appliances. And I was like, oh, this works. Yeah. <laughs> that tithing thing is it's powerful. Because yeah, like I, when thing. I tell you, <laughs> the <tithing> thing, <laughs> when I tell you, I, I was I was giving definitely sacrificial offerings. <laughs> so I was like, look, $800 every two weeks, I ain't got no money to do nothing. You know? And um, so that was that was my story. Or anytime, like, my particular church, my pastor, he, 
he would sometimes call for us to give those sacrificial, you know, offerings. He was mm-hmm. like, if the Lord has, you know, led something in your heart to give extra, then give extra. Each and every time he would call for that, I would give extra. And like knowing that I didn't have it in my account to do it, okay. I did it. Come on now. But um, and I did that for the whole year that I had taken off. So um, funny thing was I told people I was like, look understand that i am taking off a year and then i am going to get my master's i'm not sitting here i'm not waiting i'm not twiddling my my thumbs i'm taking off a year and i'm going to get my master's and so that's exactly what i did but let me tell you how powerful god is right when it was time i applied i think i applied in like november Mm -hmm. and then i got my letter in february and i always tell people i said when god i I really believe when God is in the midst of something, things are just flawless. The way that it just falls together, it's just orchestrated so beautifully. And so for me, when I once I put in my application, I got my letter of acceptance on my birthday, which was in February. And I was like, how perfect is this? I get my letter of acceptance on my birthday. And so my mom was like, well, I'm glad you got your letter, but um, (laughs) you live in Florida and you applied to Georgia Tech. So um, who going to pay that out of state tuition? Right. And so I was like, mom, I'm not even worried about that. I was like, this is a school that I have longed to go to for so long. I got in. I was like, I'm not even worried about that. I was like, got to work it out. So she was like, you're going to need to get a job because um, who's going to pay your rent? (laughs) And so I was like, I'm not worried about that, mom. You know, I'm going to apply for a job. So this is what I started doing. And I don't encourage you young people to do this. (laughs) But when I was at work, I used to be applying for jobs. You know, like secretly, you know, I had my little. I think computer. a lot of people have done that. So. But okay, are I you researched or right. something? Just no. don't get caught doing it. I'm pretty sure everybody yes. searches for their job. Especially yeah, that day your boss get on That's your nerves. True. You That's be like, true. No but that, you know what? That wasn't the case. Like they weren't getting on my nerves or anything. But I just knew that. In a year, I was gonna make my transition. So I got accepted to Georgia Tech on February 22nd, and from February 22nd, I started applying for jobs here in Atlanta. And I was like, Lord, I want to work at an architect firm. I didn't really know of any firms here in Atlanta. I just looked up on Google. I said, architecture firms in Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) And I just started dropping applications. So I ended up getting a job. Let me tell you, let me tell you how good God is. Okay. Uh (laughs) I ended up getting a job at one of the top architectural firms in the world not yes. in the united states the world Craig. in the world and let me tell you how perfect his ways are when they sent me the apple oh, i'm sorry when they sent me the acceptance letter my letter indicated that i wasn't an intern you know that i wasn't like a temporary like this wasn't like a temporary position right they offered me a full-time job mm-hmm. benefiting that was when you are when once you apply to a georgia institution and you are working at a company full-time you automatically qualify for in-state, in-state tuition, tuition. Wow. look at the lord wow bam bam crazy. Wow. crazy right crazy so by me getting and and i got the job acceptance letter in march so the lord moved wow. Quickly, quickly, mm-hmm. quickly. Because I got the acceptance letter in February. The college, February 22nd. Y'all already know February got 28 days. <laughs> you know, so I, I got the acceptance letter at, um, February 22nd. I had my job at least mid-March. That's, see, Amen. that's And crazy. then on top of that, it quali- it automatically qualified me for, for getting in-state, in-state tuition. tuition. Listen, going from broke, broke to blessed, blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Talking about tithe, the amount that I tithe... The Lord like tripled that. Yes. 
Amen. while in college. Amen. So I was able talking about having your own place. I was like, Mom, do you want what weekend you want to come? Because <laughs> <laughs> she got her come, own. Come see your baby girl. <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. It's it's awesome how like I think about life before I was broke, broke, and right. it's like it was okay. Like I remember. You know, most of the time I had roommates, like in terms of living in Georgia. The one time I did have my own place, I ain't had no living room furniture, um, like initially. And I think like now, like on the other side of being broke, broke, like you said, like my life is triple what it was before. And it's like I was crying over what was happening and God is like, nah, but let me just let me hip you to what's coming. Because what's what's behind you pales in comparison to what I'm about to do moving forward. So. I just Amen. think it really takes those crazy faith moves because yes. I think when you when you, a lot of times you get lost in the tangibility of things you looking at your check and you seeing these numbers on your check and them numbers is consistent every two weeks <laughs> and you be like really Lord God I know I work more than this <laughs> exactly and then but I just really think it takes that crazy faith to be like all right God. I'm not going to even look at this because I know you can apply greater in my life. Yep. I know I know your capabilities. I tell people, I say, I've seen his work. Yep. You know, I'm like, the Lord is not going to take you to a place. Like, my undergrad experience was not the best. I tell people that all the time. It wasn't a walk in the park. Like, I, I had to go through so many different hurdles to just get that degree. Emotionally, physically, etc. Um, which is a whole nother part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got we to gotta get into the word right, real exactly. quick. We got to get into the word. Which is... Which is can I, I'm go ahead. Finish, <laughs> finish your statement. Um, so, I was, I was just... Damn, I lost my thought. It'll come back to you, Lord. It ain't going to come back. Yes, we got to do a part two because we, we definitely got to do a part two on this podcast. Yes, we would definitely yeah. do a part two. Because it's a lot. It is it's a lot. It's a lot. Yes. And it's a lot of truth and transparency and transformation. transformation. So Yes. So we're going to kick it to a sponsor real quick. Lauren, maybe the Lord will give it back to you, which you was about I to say. I hope he does because I guess maybe I'm getting old. I can't remember the... Oh, yes. my gosh. We'll be right back right after this. <laughs> Saved Girl Secrets is brought to you in part by the Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil. Visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info. All right, and we're back. You're tuned in to Saved Girl Secrets, and we actually got a word for you. So the Lord did not give me back my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you got a good word today, I though. A, I got a bomb word, huh? Come on now. Okay, so the Lord was like, Lauren. Lauren, what you know that? how I, I drop them gems in here. I'm like, yeah, 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 you know, I see how you do, I see how you do. He said, your word is gonna come through a song. Today. Come on now, and speaking, we 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 went into this chap. I mean, this this book of of the Bible earlier today, the Song of Songs. Huh? Oh, Lord. <laughs> and this comes out of chapter one, verse one. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all ready? Yeah, we're ready. I don't know if they ready. Okay. Oh, let me hold this for you. Let me hold this. We gotta, you know. Oh, whoa, oh! This is for all my broke, broke chicks out there. What was once broke, broke? This now you for blessed, you. Blessed. Hey, it say got my money up. Ooh. Now I can read up. Ran off to the spot. What? Cause I got them stacked up. Now what? I'm back in church. Oh. So shouty, what kind of time you want? Only ten percent. <laughs> 
got it, I'm in rare form. Praises always go up, blessings come from above. Jesus is the plus, get it then, kind shrug. Hit them with that scripture, call that thing hot fire. Hey. Call this thing say girl secret, hey. aka cool say chick, hey. aka pretty Rick the brick, got shout all night. <laughs> You are listening. Uh, Tell the Lord about it, cause you have them pockets glistening. Hash it out. What's our hashtag? Broke to bless. Mm, yeah, like hashtag broke to That's bless. That's a good one. Broke That's a good bless. one. All yeah. right. Do we also have a woman currently winning? Yeah, for, we do. For this particular podcast, we yes. do. And um, if you guys are on social media, which I'm sure you are, she goes by the budget Nista. Okay. And her name is Tiffany. And I liked how Day read a bio of another woman currently winning. So I think I will do the same thing. I'm going to read her bio. But uh, this don't be ashamed, y'all. We all go through stuff. We all have our broke, broke stories. We all kind of, you know, we all kind of figuring out. But the budget Nista is her Instagram and her bio her name is Tiffany and she is uh, America's favorite financial educator and the number one best-selling author seen on Today, MSNBC, Time, New York Times, Forbes. I mean, we just got credits for days. Good Morning America, The Real. She has tons of free information. So if you're in a space where you're trying to figure it out, your credit shot, you just broke, broke, but you ain't gonna be broke, broke for long. I definitely encourage you to check her out because she is literally someone who gives tons of free information. I just followed. Um, see, yeah, see, just do what she did. Just yep. follow her and make sure did you go tell her that Save Girl Secrets sent you? There you go. Yes. So shout out to you, Tiffany. Yeah, shout out to you. All right. So like I said, we definitely have to do a part two because yeah. we got stories for days. Uh, we, I think we just scratched the surface. We did. We literally scratched the surface. Yeah, so we, I mean, I want to yeah. get into like even money management stuff. Like, yeah. like things that I do now that I did not use exactly. to do. Yes. Um, so it might be can a part I, I, I can three and one thing. No, right? No, we, we, we saving them. No, we saving them. No, we not. It might Ayana be a about part wrap two up. and three. You can pray us out. You yeah. Know it's a part nah. two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ayana, close us out. All right. I'm going to pray us here. out. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for just another amazing podcast. We thank you for your wisdom in all things. We thank you for restoring all things. I thank you right now for just giving our listeners peace that surpasses all understanding. I don't know what each person is going through, but we thank you that you restore all things and that they just know that you got them always. Yes. Always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on all of the social apps. That's Saved Girl Secrets on Facebook, Instagram. We got a Twitter, but we don't really be tweeting like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, and we got a website. If, if you have an issue or something that you're dealing with that you want us to talk about, we're totally open to doing that. We're all about dealing with issues that cr- 
Christian women have that they don't want to publicly talk mm-hmm. about. So send your secret letter anonymously to savedgirlsecrets at gmail.com. Yes, um, check out savedgirlsecrets.com and what are you about to say? And also make sure and check us out on Cool Save Chicks TV if you are listening to this podcast. Yes, check us out on YouTube. We love you. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Love you, Queen. Love you, Queen.